You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. All right, good morning to you on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to The Daily Dose. Fletcher Keel, Stephen Albritton here with you, breaking down some of the biggest headlines uh, happening uh, here locally and around the world. And we're going to jump right into it with a, a big international headline. Uh, Pope Francis is asking for prayers for Pope Emeritus Benedict uh, the 16th, the 95-year-old, and is in uh, pretty poor health and uh, apparently in the last few days is uh, getting a little bit worse. Yeah, that's right. A call for prayers, pretty self-explanatory um, and a very unique Circumstance. We were talking right after the morning show this morning of what type of funeral we will see. Uh, he was the first, uh, Benedict was the first pope in what, 600 years yeah. to willingly step down um, and uh, not spend the rest of his life serving as pope. So will it be a popey funeral or will it be something a little uh, torn down? But uh, yes, of course, not planning that yet, just uh, seeing the impact from around the world and especially being here in Cincinnati, such a heavily Catholic inspired, a lot of, uh, can't, it's kind of like being in the Southwood Baptist churches up here in Cincinnati yeah, where you can't right, you can't right. swing a stone without hitting the Catholic Church. So um, certainly a story people will be watching uh, for the next couple days um, as, again, well wishes and prayers go to Pope Benedict. Yeah, uh, Pope Francis was uh, giving his address today and he ended um, to today's address uh, with that message for prayers for uh, uh, Pope uh, Benedict there. And um, he has went to visit him recently. But uh, the Vatican did say that um, uh, whatever is ailing him, they do have it under control at the very least for right now. But of course, that's a story we'll continue to watch um, uh, through the hours and days ahead. Uh, major story across the U.S. Um, obviously, the winter storm was a mess, but it caused a bigger mess with Southwest Airlines. That's right. Uh, 2,500 flights canceled in the next, I think just today. And uh, moving forward, they have some very issues with a backlog program, people everywhere, bags everywhere, airports backed up, can't get crews around. And it's just one of those messes that the federal government's stepping in. Yeah, the Department of Transportation stepping in, doing an investigation. Um, and and like you're saying, yeah, there's a winter storm, but you take a look at what other airlines are doing. Um, their flight cancellation rate is only about zero to two percent. That, according yeah. to a CNN report yesterday, uh, Southwest has uh, a or on Monday rather had a 70 percent cancellation rate. Uh, Saying it out loud is just wild. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, 2,900 flights were canceled Monday. More than 2,600 were canceled yesterday, uh, and already today it's not even 7:30 in the morning. Southwest making up for more than 70 percent of 3,500 total canceled flights. I believe those are all domestic uh, coming or something domestic uh, within, into or out of the United States. Um, but yeah, uh, we're seeing stories on social media of people live tweeting their experience yeah, being, hey, I'm waiting. waiting here, still waiting here. Um, there was a sports reporter for one of our sister stations was yep. saying that um, was she in Kansas in she, Kansas City? She was in Chicago trying to fly through St. Louis back That's to right. Des Moines. And she had a really stunning tweet where someone a gate worker basically said doesn't look like you're leaving the state today so imagine so especially someone like her trying to get there had a planned newscast to do for the show but people trying to get home as their holidays continue and just not the way I think a lot of people envisioned this but uh, yeah DOJ is stepping in not sure what that will look like not sure what steps will be taken how long that process will even be yeah. um, but it last couple days into today might be something we were watching through the rest of the weekend into the weekend as yeah, well. Yeah, Secretary of Transportation, uh, Secretary Pete Buttigieg is making sure passengers are taken care of proactively and not passengers having to ask for, right. you know, restitution for their tickets, lost bags, things um, like that. But uh, we'll talk more about Southwest on the other side of this. i uh, got to talk about the weather forecast, though. The cold temperatures are gone for now. We're mm -hmm. just looking at warmer and rain. Let's get to Randy Rico. 
All right, so the big thaw really gets started here in just a couple of hours. Right now, still mid-20s, and with the breeze, it actually feels like the teens outside. But we should go above freezing by about the 11 o'clock hour. And once we get into the afternoon, low to mid-40s, a little bit of sunshine, taking those snow piles outside and starting to turn them into slush. And not worried about any refreeze tonight as our temperatures should stay steady in the upper 30s. We'll hit the 50s tomorrow with rain returning for Friday and Saturday. All right, a quick point to wrap up the Southwest story. You know, Southwest is different in how they operate compared to your Delta uh, American United Airlines. United Airlines and those airlines all have a central hub where a lot of crew is, a lot of maintenance, a lot of extra planes. Southwest operates on a point-to-point -point system where they basically run these planes on a loop. You'll go from, uh, say, a, a Kansas City to a St. Louis to a CBG to Chicago, and those planes will basically just go on that route day after day. It allows for uh, crew movement to go with that as well and allows them to operate more flexibly than anybody else. But if one cog in that wheel gets taken out, everybody's stuck. You can't move crews easily. You can't move people easily. And once that backlog starts, it's hard to get back on track uh, going around there. So it's a little, bit, a little bit different in how Southwest operates, but it allows them to be more profitable being able to run more people right. around. Now, as soon as we finish up with uh, our show today, I'm going to go put up a story, much like we had yesterday on our mm -hmm. website, talking about uh, Southwest specific CVG flights, especially departures. Uh, looking at it right now, four flights are canceled mm -hmm. today. Two have already been canceled for tomorrow. All of those canceled flights are going either to Chicago Midway, Baltimore, or Denver. So it doesn't sound like a, na a national impact, but there's a huge Cincinnati to Chicago connection. Yeah, that, uh, so, it runs daily. Yeah. If you have a flight booked for tomorrow or, or Saturday or might be coming back on one of these uh, uh, trips, it's going to be a big issue, and I don't know how it's going to get caught up so easily outside of people just booking on other airlines, right. but right. we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, another uh, update to a story. Uh, this was a shooting from a few weeks back. Two suspects have been arrested in a double shooting. Uh, this happened over in Elmwood Place. Um, Stephen Neiman has been charged with murder and felonious assault, and uh, Donturia Gray has been charged with obstruction. They're 23 and 24 years old. Um, they uh, shot at uh, Thomas Diego Andres and Angel Lux um, a few weeks back, and it was this um, incident that really caused a lot of upheaval at Elmwood Place in their police department, where the chief has stepped down and another officer stepped down, leaving only two people left in that department, but an update um, on that shooting there. Yes, and a third person was, uh, you don't want to say involved, he was near the shooting, he was with the, uh, those other two gentlemen, was not struck by gunfire, was not injured, but still uh, don't want to forget him as he uh, saw that as well. So shots were fired in the direction of three people, one person not injured, one person injured, and unfortunately one person lost their life. Yeah, that was Thomas Diego Andres who passed away in um, that shooting on Vine Street. Alright, we are just a few days away from sports betting kicking off here in Ohio. Yes. It's been allowed in Indiana for a few years now and uh, many other states, about half the country has it legalized, but finally Ohio jumping on board, Belterra Park, Hard Rock Casino, the Cincinnati Bengals are sponsored by Betfred. Yeah, you're uh, seeing Sportsbook is going to be in Great American Ballpark as well. Yeah, so you'll be able to place bets while you're at the stadium, whether that's on the Reds against the Reds or prop bets, <laughs> things like that. It's really an incredible time um, uh, for, for a sports betting to come to yeah, Ohio. Yeah, I feel the same way a lot of people do at the end of an election cycle where they're like, I can't wait to get rid of the election ads. Well, I'm very excited to get rid of the sports betting is coming to <laughs> on Ohio everything. Ads, on everything. Instagram, TikTok, no matter what, you're seeing these betting ads. Yeah, uh, Lacey Roberts live uh, for us this morning to do a little preview of that. And uh, yeah, I would expect Ohio is going to get a very, uh, very fair chunk of, uh, of action. I actually saw a graphic from a, uh, a betting website called the Action Sports Network that okay, said yeah. uh, 
Kentucky and Ohio, the most bet on team last year was the Bengals. So we'll see uh, really? how much money the Bengals can bring in as they uh, make their playoff run and, and into next year. Yeah. We'll see if that <clears throat> continues. Yeah, if you I know if you had bet the Bengals last January before their playoff run to win the AFC North, it had a very large payout, much yes. less if you had picked them to go to the Super Bowl. That's right. You know, a big payout there. But if you do decide to gamble, make sure you know the rules, uh, how things work, know what a parlay is, you know what the money line is, what the over and unders are. There's lots of little intricacies to gambling mm -hmm. that you need to learn about. But obviously, uh, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. That's so right. Be careful with gambling because a lot of these services are offering free money up front to get you with that first win and to keep you coming back. And that's kind of how things snowball. So just be, yep. be careful with it, and, but enjoy it at the same time because it's a little fun to have a little skin in the game that's right. on top of your team actually uh, winning the game as well. And our final story, you and I have been watching this one for days since, uh, unfortunately, Lyle Collins got hurt. Yeah, Zach Taylor kind of putting the kibosh on an Andrew Whitworth uh, return, which makes sense, mm -hmm. has been, hasn't been trading for over a year uh, like an NFL player would. Um, it's more so a fun what-if Cinderella yeah. story for fans. Um, but, yeah, we'll see who comes in to replace Collins uh, Monday night and going forward as he, uh, again, is out for the rest of the 2022 season. Yeah, I'm still betting Big Whit comes to town. That's just where my money's <laughs> right, at. We'll you know, see. Uh, betting's coming legal here in Ohio here in a few days. I'm betting that we see Whitworth in a uh, uniform here <laughs> in the next few weeks. But we shall see. All right, that's all we have for Daily Dose. That's Fletcher. I'm Stephen. Y'all have a great day and a great morning, and we'll see you tomorrow.